Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with recent bride Katie Samuels about her wishes wedding at Walt Disney World, and I thought you guys would love to hear all the details of her wedding. So welcome, Katie. Thank you. Thanks so much for being on the show today. First, I always like to ask, how did you guys decide that you wanted to get married at Disney? The Disney wedding idea had nothing to do with me, actually, and everything to do with my husband. It was something that he had decided before he even had met me that he wanted to do a Disney wedding. And so he makes the joke that I was just inserted into his dream wedding. (laughs) That's really unusual. Usually it's the other way around. Had he seen a wedding or gone past the wedding pavilion a bunch of times or... His family is from Florida. They are originally from Miami and did many uh, family reunions up at Disney World. And so I don't know if it was something that he learned about on his numerous trips with his family up to Disney World, but um, I'm not exactly sure about all of that. Interesting. Okay. So it sounds like probably at least his side of the family was not super surprised when you said where you were going to get married. How about your side of the family? My side of the family wasn't too surprised about it. My family's from California. We spent a lot of time at Disneyland. And so my family living in California, they were really rooting for a Disneyland wedding versus Disney World wedding, which is where we ended up. So that was kind of the, the big decision was which, one, which park. Interesting. And how many of them actually made the trip? Our guest count was right at, I think, 52. We planned for 50 and we ended up inviting as many as 60. And so not too many came from California, but the people that mattered most were there. That's great. That's great to hear. So which locations did you choose for your ceremony and your reception? Our ceremony was at the wedding pavilion. Our um, dinner reception was at the Living Seas Salon. And our dessert reception was at the Terrace de Flore. Oh, nice. And you picked the Terrace in France because you liked that view or your group size? or So we kind of picked our reception venues backwards. When we first talked to the event planner at Disney, we told them that we wanted to do the fireworks. And that was a priority for us. And then they told us that, well, if you do the fireworks viewing, you can't do the bouquet throwing and the first dance and have the DJ. And so we're like, well, okay, so give us something else. And so they told us that we could do two. And so that's how we got ended up at the Living Seas to do our dinner reception. Got it. Okay. Now, it sounds like you guys wanted to do a whole wedding weekend. I know this is a really popular idea. Can you tell me a bit about how you did that? How did you schedule it so that your guests had a lot of fun things to do, but they weren't like super overwhelmed with having to go to a bunch of things? So I talked directly with several of my guests to get an idea of when they were planning on arriving and leaving. So that way I could schedule around their itineraries. We had one guest arrive almost a week before the wedding, and they were there the whole week leading up to the wedding, running around meeting characters, but they were the exception. But the bulk of our guests came in at about 
Wednesday or Thursday and stayed through Monday. And since it was a holiday weekend, they had Monday off. So they, they got the extended weekend. So we got to take advantage of that. So we started with Thursday and we did a welcome dinner at Beer Garden in Epcot, which was super cheap. We didn't have to pay the venue fee because it's group style dining there. So we were able to just make a large party reservation there and it saved us a bunch of money. And then we ran around and did the bachelorette party, bachelor party around Epcot with our close friends on that Thursday. Friday, we planned for kind of our rehearsal dinner at California Grill. California Grill was a little bit trickier than Beer Garden. They only allowed us strictly at 24 people. Hmm. So we definitely had to kind of pick and choose out of our family or our guests and family who to invite to that. So we decided to go just with our close family for that dinner. And then Saturday, of course, was the wedding. And then Sunday we had a brunch, but most of our guests did not come to our brunch because they were still sleeping. (laughs) And was the brunch a catered event or was it also an ADR? The brunch was a group reservation at the Contemporary at the Wave. Got it. Oh, they do such a good brunch and your guests missed it. Yes. And they were very accommodating with the fact that we told them we were going to bring about 12 to 15 people and we only showed up with five. Oh, <laughs> well, more cheese grits for you. <laughs> yes. That's cool. Okay, so it sounds like it was a lot of fun stuff. How did the schedule run for your wedding day? So on our wedding day, it started bright and early at 5.15 in the morning when my hair and makeup showed up. We actually brought the lady who does my hair here in Houston, she flew out with us. She was kind of, she's a close friend of ours. And so she showed up at the, at the, at our room at the boardwalk bright and early. We were there until about 11 ish, I think 11 or 12. We got into the limo and that took us over to uh, the Grand Floridian for our first look, which was excellent. And one of my, one of my top memories from the wedding was our first look there. And it gave us about an hour and 15 minutes, hour and almost 30 minutes of some photography time to take some take our group pictures so we weren't as rushed after the ceremony. That's great. Yeah, I always recommend that. Rick, our photographer, showed up early, which was good and bad because we were kind of rushed getting ready. So that wasn't the best as far as the morning went. Um, the ceremony went great. Our post pictures went great. We were... One of the things that we were worried about was taking too long to take our, our family group pictures, and that went super fast. Hmm. And uh, we were definitely spending a lot of time talking to our wedding planner about whether or not we should have done hors d'oeuvres and whether or not we would have enough time to get people from the wedding pavilion to Epcot, and it all went very smoothly. So from the wedding pavilion, Fred and I did our pictures after the ceremony around the wedding pavilion, which came out great. We got in the limo. And we headed over to Epcot to go into the Living Sea Salon. Or we did the entrances with all of our wedding party. And then we went straight into our first dance and then sat down and started the dinner. We did a plated dinner and we had five courses. And that was pretty lengthy and took up the bulk of our reception was doing the eating part of it. We didn't get as much time to dance and do some of the DJ stuff, but we were able to get in our cake cutting and silly shenanigans with me pushing cake into Fred's face, which was fun. Mickey and Minnie showed up to help us cut the cake and dance with our guests. And then we did a couple of pictures. We had about 20 minutes to do pictures with Mickey and Minnie, which our guests all loved. My ring bear 
he had spent the whole week leading up to the wedding telling his mother, my maid of honor, that Mickey and Minnie were just people in costumes. <laughs> and they're not real, and he didn't want to meet them. But when Mickey and Minnie showed up at our wedding, he looked up at his mom and was like, they're real. <laughs> so... And then he was so embarrassed that he had spent the whole week saying they're not real. And then here they are and they're real. And he wouldn't go up to them. (laughs) That's awesome. So we danced with Mickey and Minnie. We said goodbye. And then we all got on to the bus because that's what Disney makes you do to drive us over down the way to the Terrace de Fleur, which is in between Canada and France, technically, to start our dessert reception. The dessert reception was our surprise, our second surprise for our guests. Our first surprise was Mickey and Minnie. We didn't tell our guests that they were coming. It was a complete surprise. The adults all flipped out about that. Everyone was out dancing with Mickey and Minnie. So we headed to the dessert reception, and our guests were floored with our dessert reception. We did the liquid nitrogen ice cream demo table thing. And they were all completely surprised by that. We had our bar out there. We had a bunch of other desserts out there. And we did the crepes table because we wanted to do, like, we wanted to try and celebrate Valentine's Day in France. And so what's more French than crepes? So we had dessert crepes with caramel and chocolate and bananas. And we had our liquid nitrogen ice cream stuff. Now, I have to ask because I'm always worried that when guests go straight from the reception with the cake to the dessert party that they won't eat any of the fabulous things that we have planned for them. What was your experience with that? Our guests made room. (laughs) We fed them very well at our reception. And that was one of the important things to Fred and I was our, our meal. We are definitely huge Disney foodies. One of the highlights of our wedding weekend was taking our parents to Victorian Alberts to celebrate our wedding with our parents since we had all the people there at the reception. And so we really wanted to try and share some of that, our enjoyment of the food at Disney. So we had lobster and steak as our entree. We had the quinoa crab cakes that were phenomenal, the lobster crab bisque, and I don't know how I made room. I barely ate any of my steak, but I made sure to save room for those desserts. (laughs) That's awesome. And so then did you guys have a theme to your wedding? I mean, food sounds like it was a pretty important element. Was there any kind of theme or colors or anything? So our theme was our favorite things about Disney. The ways that we incorporated that into our wedding first was in the wedding programs I designed myself, I created a hidden Mickey game. I made sure that I had a Mickey on me. My husband had given me a Pandora bracelet, a Disney Pandora bracelet, because they had just opened the Pandora store there the Friday before our wedding. So I had Mickeys on my bracelet. My bridesmaids had Mickeys. The groomsmen had Mickeys. Mickeys in the flowers. Mickeys were in the centerpieces. Since we pranked our groomsmen, we had our ring bear carry in our vows. And there were Mickey's on his box that he carried in. So that was like my play on Bell to have him carry in a book that had the vows in there. Planning the dinners and sharing all of the food with our guests. Um, the Disney princesses. I tried to incorporate different princesses with my with different ways. So I named each one of my tables like Ariel and Eric, Cinderella and Prince Charming, Aurora and her date. Uh, yeah, whatever his name was. Can't keep track of the, their names. We used Finding Nemo for our sand ceremony music. We danced a tale as old as time. It was our first dance music. 
our local Fred Astaire place and they choreographed the dance for us. We did roses for all of the women that attended the wedding. So at the dessert reception, we gave them the flowers so they could have a flower on Valentine's Day. I had pink flowers for Sleeping Beauty and we did vintage Disney ticket style invitations. Great. Sounds like you really, really got that theme in there. When you were planning, what were the most and least important aspects? So it sounds like theme was pretty important. Food was pretty important. Were there any areas where you were like, I don't care about that. I'm going to save some money. There's not too many areas we saved money (laughs) when it was all said and done. In fact, I don't actually know how much we spent on our wedding. (laughs) It's probably a good thing. We did give up the Cinderella's carriage. I guess that was a big thing that we spent definitely a month or two discussing and going back and forth on that Fred really wanted to surprise me and get the Cinderella's carriage for me. And that was something that we ended up having to give up. And so I guess that was a thing that we gave up. From the get-go, photography was very important to me. We called Disney on Monday. It was like three days before the 14th. And they were like, well, we can't technically make you a reservation. The minute I got off the phone with Disney... I was already looking at Disney photographers to figure out whether or not I wanted to have outside photography or use Disney's fine arts photography. We ended up going with Disney's fine arts photography and the photographs turned out great. Great. So what ended up being your favorite memory of the wedding day? My favorite memory, and I've talked about this on the Facebook page a couple of different times, and I think I finally decided that my favorite memory was going to Jelly Rolls after our dessert reception. I wore my wedding dress, Fred wore his tux, and we hung out at Jelly Rolls after the dessert reception was over. People bought us drinks out the wazoo. I think we spilt at least four drinks apiece. Uh, I got up on stage and danced in the can-can line for the New York, New York song. They played Somewhere Beyond the Sea, the song at the end of Nemo for us to dance to while we were there. That was a complete blast. That's great. Was there anything that went wrong or just didn't turn out like you expected? The getting ready photos. Because we only brought one hair and makeup artist with us and she had to do about eight eight of us total, me included in that, we definitely ran a little long. And so when our photographer showed up to start the getting ready photos, I wasn't ready to help direct him. And so some of those pictures didn't quite come out. He grabbed my dress that I wore to dinner when he took he took a group shot of the of the wedding dresses and the bridesmaids dresses and he didn't grab the right dresses and so there were little things in the morning that didn't quite work out because we were a little disorganized. Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be? Definitely the post-wedding pictures. We were worried that those were going to take a long time because the bulk of our guests were family and when our wedding planner was talking to us about who would stay behind and who should go ahead. And we were like, everybody's family. And the people that aren't family are in the wedding party. And we were worried that that would take a long time. And it definitely didn't. The next thing that seemed like a big deal was the alcohol. And on that same note, I guess picking out the the menu. The menu that Disney sends you is very long. And doesn't have pictures. And that was difficult to pick out what we wanted to do for our tasting. And the tasting went great. The stuff that we ended up tasting was, for the most part, what we went with. The alcohol was kind of a big deal because it became a very expensive part of the wedding. 
and trying to keep that cost and understanding whether or not we should do the per glass or the hourly. And which one did you choose? We did the hourly. We ended up going with their, their preset alcohol drinks menu and just did the hourly. Dinner reception, we did hourly. The dessert reception, because we expected that people wouldn't be drinking as much at the dessert reception. Also, it was a shorter time period. We, we did hourly for the dessert reception. Interesting. Okay. So a package for the reception and bill on consumption for the dessert party? Yes. Got it. And is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I'm definitely glad that I didn't spend money on doing any sort of fancy cars or transportation because it just wasn't that big of a deal. Taking the pictures at the Grand Floridian allowed the groomsmen and my husband to take pictures in front of the classic car that's in front of the Grand Floridian. Those pictures turned out great. So I'm glad I definitely didn't do that. I would have liked to have used Be Our Guest, which I don't even know if that's an option yet, but I definitely learned that if you don't ask, Disney can't tell you no. So if there's something that you want, no matter where you are in your process, ask. There's a chance they could tell you yes, but if you never ask, you'll never know. And definitely, you don't want to regret anything with the amount of money you spend on this. <laughs> good, good advice. So do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney brides and grooms? When you're picking your, your wedding date, also consider whether or not it's a busy season because that will affect your room rates. If it's the higher, more busier seasons, the rooms are going to be more expensive. So you can save some money there if you, go, if you get married during the slower times. Also, the parks are a lot more enjoyable in the slower months than they are in the busier times. One of the things that I was having problems with when, because I, so, so I wanted to plan additional events for my guests so we could meet up because all of my family was telling me, we want to hang out with you guys. We want to do what you're doing. Take advantage of the restaurants and the hotels. By doing the dinner at the California Grill for us, it allowed my guests to go to different parks that day, and then they could all meet at the California Grill. And that way they could all use, utilize the Disney transportation to get there. Um, transportation is definitely something that was a last-minute consideration for us because we were trying to move people from hotel to a hotel, like to get ready in the morning for the wedding, and Disney doesn't really help you with that. They can't use Disney transportation to go hotel to hotel. And keeping track of that, especially with the larger group, can become difficult. Right, right. Well, this is great stuff. Is there any place online where listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? I have pictures on WebPix and I have pictures on Facebook. Great. Well, Katie, thank you so much for sharing this great story about your day and all the tips and advice, things that you've learned from what you did and all the things you enjoyed. I think it's really helpful for anyone who's planning a wedding at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at Passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at Passporter.com and Amazon.com.